Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, we are back with another uh, installment of Post Twink, and you are here with Maurice. Hello, and hi there. This is Maurice Suss. I'm back! <laughs> yes, he is back. <laughs> and Reed uh, is away in Sweden doing the Sweden things right Ooh, now. Do it to it. <laughs> Get the massages, girl. Uh, so, so shout out to Radio Korax, as always, for having us. And shout out to everybody who has followed us um, so far on this journey. It's been, mm-hmm. I feel like we're on our 14th month or something like that. Um, shout out to everybody who's followed this project. Um, as we talk about sexuality as concerns to like queer and bi, you know, cis and trans men. Um, and of course, as always, along the way, we took a couple of detentes and uh, roundabout ways of getting detente. to the point. Just like you do. Yeah. Right. So thank you so much, everybody, for following us. And so this month, Moses is back. <laughs> Been in a little three month sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. I've been watching a lot of Shit's Creek, so Moira in tone is coming out. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've, I've missed you all. I've missed the podcast. I miss talking about my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm so glad to be back. Yeah. All right, so the three questions What are you reading? What do you love? And what makes you calm is how we kind of architect um, mm-hmm. you know, these encounters. So I guess we'll jump into it. Um, before we do that, I want to do a little bit of, do you have anything for swipe right, swipe left, current events, what's happening, what's going on in the world, Literally. how we're feeling? Swipe right on impeaching Trump. <laughs> do you think it's really going to happen? It's not going to happen. No? That rich white man is going to be fine. Well, he'll be fine no matter what. Ugh. But do you, think, do you think the impeachment is going to be... Do I think that I don't want to get my hopes up too high? But I'm not. I don't know. I'm conflicted because I'm not like, please overthrow the lizard prince. <laughs> I mean, amen. Do I? Do I think the Democrats needed to do it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that it will end in an actual impeachment? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Does it make him angry? Yes, and that's what I'm here for because I'm a. Do you think he's going to get reelected? Enemy. I want to say no, but this is just strong. Yeah. I have no faith in the American voter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. And, and like, I really, like, because I've, I've seen the, like, the spin on the Fox News side. That's been a trip to watch. The, I didn't think that they could. And this white lies have just, it's an interesting thing to watch in action. It's just an amazing shit show a spectacle to watch the way in which white denial, white lies, and white deceit around the world. Oh, absolutely. And the... And I will say, the funny part is that he's lost control of the message, which makes him uncomfortable. Yeah. Which is great. Absolutely. But Beautiful have, to watch. But they have the marketing folks of all of the Fox Newses and all of the Fox Kellyanne News. Conways to re... To, like... Like completely spin it to like oh no we're just like whiny little people and like this is nothing and I'm like so actually eh, there's a lot of things here but yeah. fine and fair not at all um so I'm glad it's happening yeah the inquiry I'm glad the inquiry is happening I pray the fire keeps going absolutely I want to burn <laughs> and he wants to burn you as well that's true <laughs> burn for burn girl burn for burn I'll go down but you're coming with me um. yes <laughs> Um, so that's why I swipe uh, right. What is, um, how are you? Swipe right, swipe left. Um, do I have anything? I don't know. Do I have anything? I don't know. Like what's currently a, happening? What's going on? I'm living in a bubble right now. Um, a beautiful bubble. 
No, it's a bubble. No. <laughs> a regular bubble. Um, yeah, I'm going to join you on swiping right on the impeachment uh, proceedings and super right, super light for it to go further, yes. even if it's just optimism and blind. Um, yeah. That's it for sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just feel like as um, as a gay, I'm, I'm really good at like hiding my secrets, and controlling the message. Oh, you are actually nowhere. Just my friend, you are nowhere near as good at hiding your secrets oh, as you believe you are. Oh no, true, true, true. Because a but lot I'm of better them... than Trump. He's messy. He's messy. Text messages. There are receipts. Ugh, messy queen, messy queen. Get it together, Donald, Donald Trump. I love that you just called Trump a messy queen. <laughs> I don't want him anywhere near our category, but I'm still loving that you call him a messy queen. My God, it's brilliant. A mare I can, a mare I can. Ah, so, I mean, that's giving me excitement. Ooh, recently I watched the show um, Glow on Netflix. And um, I feel like it suffered from this. So this is like a half slide, half swipe left. Um, once again, Netflix is just emphasizing the wrong stories. I loved it. It was a great show. Like it's based on like facts and you know like history and things. But it it was carried by the stories of two white women. It was like orange is the new black all over again. Like I don't care about these characters, their development. Sure, sure, sure. Everyone else, more fascinating, more interested, more relatable, more connected. There were lesbians, there were brown people. Like, it, ah, come on, Netflix. Can we just have a show that features in, in the lead actresses are people of color? Can't that be the main storyline? No. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I like swipe left-ish. Because it was a good show... But also, like, it, I watched a lot and was pissed. I was annoyed. I was like, oh, wow, you really are not handling the issues of racism very well. Yeah, I can't talk. You know, I do a lot of um, diversity, equity, inclusivity trainings and racism 101 trainings. Um, so, it's <laughs> not a good... I'm like, yeah, of course. Everything's going to fail. <laughs> I'm going to swipe left on... Um, this is going to be really charged. I would say Ooh. white American awareness. Ooh. Um, and wokeness. I'm going to swipe left on it. I recently had... There's a play in the city here. Um, then there. Uh, and, it was, it was, and it was really about like white people, white people and being aware of it. And so I did a talk back on the play. Um, Which I... So Maurice is the best um, like facilitator and or... Am I? When I was in Oakland, I got a lot of compliments on my facilitation skill. Which, which, which was really nice because I was... Um, Helped uh, do a little organizational support for the Healing Justice Summit uh, for Water Has No Enemy, August 17th in Oakland, California, mm-hmm. which I was really excited to be involved in by my good friend and brother, uh, Lou Flores, who's the ED of that organization. Love And love. did a lot of facilitation of the panel, just about, about, like, about like healing work um, and really unpacking vicarious trauma for activists and organizers. So, um, and Oakland's a hard city. Hello. Very hard city, and I got a lot Gentrification. Yeah, that's a whole other... Ooh. Ooh, levels. That's, that's, ooh. Anyways, Sorry. that's a whole other podcast. Um, but I got a lot of compliments there about my facilitation style and skill, which I wish made me a lot, because there were kind of a lot of people that I think are badasses, and some people that I was nervous to be speaking in front of. 
and with on panels. And um, they all seem to like really be big fans of the Maurice. So. so for the record, Maurice is my like aspirations, my goals as a facilitator. As someone like to lead a panel. Really? Yeah, literally. I'm good at like traumatizing people by my questions. No, your questions are good and brilliant, which is why it makes a panel worth something. <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to... What's the name of this play that I uh, did with Solution? Oh, so uh, Passover. It's a great play. It's been touring around the country. Um, I think it debuted in Chicago. I could be wrong about this mm-hmm. one. But Passover um, is really about race in America. Um, and um, I feel like the focal point of the... I feel like the play was written f- to educate white people about white denial of racism. To me, that's extremely clear in the play. Um, and so I was, it's what they've been doing as they did in Chicago when it came to Denver, they do audience like a, like a talk back every night just because of the heaviness, right. Of the subject matter. So I'm doing the, it's a quick, it's like a 30 minute thing, right. A quick, you know, talk real quick. Um, and you know, I get up there and, um, the, one of the actors, the first guy that comes out, you know, this is, it was a white guy who plays two characters in the film, I mean, in the movie, and I ask him, you know, I'm like, you know, great job, because he was marvelous. And I say, you know, what was it like for you as a white person to have this role? And the role really is about him embodying, like, white supremacy. And how is it for you as a white person to have to do this for this, you know, that's definitely their, their midway mark, to have to, like, get up there as an actor. I know you're a pro, but, like, to, like, be the embodiment of, like, white supremacy explicitly every night for you know while you're doing this run I like to uh, just emphasize that it's a great question to ask on a panel yeah <laughs> well, no, I mean yes. that's real I mean I like you know let's talk about it right yes. um, and he's like you know he was like well and then I was like and also why did you take the role right and he was like he's like says you know like when I, I saw the script I felt called out by it um, mm. around my own things and so I felt like it was my duty to do it and so luckily I got the role and so I felt like I fulfilled my duty and so right, why not like I'm thinking we like set the tone yeah. about how we're going to go with this conversation. So we get there and it was interesting was that I'm in the audience and like literally the last monologue that closes the play really is about white denial of racism and white denial of responsibility and implicit and, and implicity in the continuation of white supremacies as it is manifested in institutional oh. forms. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, and the audience, I get there, and it's a mostly white, older audience, like 98% white. Um, and that's how we started. I'm thinking we're in a good right. place. We're going to talk about it. And I'm not going to do too much, but we're going to talk about the things. Now we can talk about racism. And the right. white audience did not touch it at all. <gasps> you're like, do you realize and that I was like, this play like was literally written the- for white people to talk about it, and none of them would touch it. It was just like the white fragility was absolutely high. And I, the night I was there, it was mostly members of the theater company that, that did it. So I'm thinking, like, it's a theater company that loves to do socially engaging films. I mean, yeah. uh, productions. So I'm thinking, like, these are members, so they're used to these things, yeah, right? Yeah. Or going deep. Hard topic. And the white fragility was high, and I think it was fascinating to me that, like... Can we talk about everything but white supremacy? Yeah, and that's literally <laughs> what they did. And I was, like, fucked up around it, because I was like, I've never before, as a facilitator... And as somebody who does a lot of workshops around these things, it was really like a, fuck this shit, I'm done. You know what I mean? Because I'm yeah. like, you, I can't deal with this. Um, and granted, like some of the younger white, white folks who are maybe in their 20s, 
Um, and they were a little more progressive and, and wanted to go in. Yeah. Right? But it's like you have three of those questions in a sea of 200 people who are, their fragility is like, you know, high. So it was interesting. And so um, I just was really not disappointed because I don't expect much from white consciousness in America. Amen. Or anything. But it was kind of like a, you know, until white people are ready to like get into their own shit and get into their own freedom. I'm... I'm just like over it. Oh, absolutely. And I was, it was interesting what Reed talked about last month and talking about after like having to like, like having to like unpack, you know, like mm-hmm. legacies of whiteness, right? Yes, it's um, yes. And kind of like be on this path to like, you know, re indigenize himself with a white identity or European identity that is not metered with all these evils. Mm-hmm. And I was really, you know, intrigued by that. And I was like, until we get more white people ready to do ready to do this to unpack these pieces, do the like, awakening. You know what I mean? It's just bullshit. So I don't know. I'm just swiping left on like people's ability to keep it real right now. Do you know what I mean? Like Literally. the best not problem right now is people's ability to keep it real and to be uncomfortable. And I think that freedom is about being uncomfortable. In order, you have to. That's the first phase of it is to be uncomfortable, so that you can't unpack something. So right now. I'm swiping left on people's ability. This is fucked up. A lot of people's ability to do the work. Because they're not able or they're not willing. They're not They're not choosing that. I mean, because you only if And unfortunately, I think, like... I mean, just the way that it is, like, oppressed peoples have had to do this work to just survive. Meanwhile, you're asking people of... With these... With the power and the white supremacy to be like, hey, actually question some things. They're like, oh, no, what? But I like this. I guess, like, for me, it's like, it's y'all's turn. To be uncomfortable. Absolutely. Right. I'm tired. Right. I mean, I, I'll be honest, when Trump got elected, I always, I as in like a little activist educator or whatever, I was like, I'm an educator. I will teach anyone about I remember, power pulling I remember you saying that because I think we have a record of it. Oh yeah, it's probably in a previous podcast. Yeah. Um, but after Trump got elected, I was like, absolutely not. I'm done. I'm done being an educator. I'm not going to teach you. I'm not going to hold anyone's hand through this anymore. Because look what this has done. Right. And and it it was a hard line for me to draw because I do want people to go through that experience. I do want people to like learn about themselves, learn about their history. There's people who've done it though. You know what I mean? Like if people who've done it, we we know the benefits of it. So I'm just more like swipe left on people's ability. I mean, like I'm optimistic. Because I think once you do the hard work, like, that's... Oh, yeah. After that, I mean, like... You're actually going to be a better person. Probably better in bed. And, like, we'll be better. The world will be better. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, the truth of earth better. You know what I mean? So I'm like... So Your sex like, life will be amazing. Oh, my God. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Anyways. I don't want to get... Liberated sex. In, in a, <laughs> <laughs> actually, impression oh, sex. Liberated <laughs> sex. Um, <laughs> so that brings us to our first question. What are you reading? So, you know, I always, like, um, interpret this in a wild way. Um, I know I called out Netflix earlier. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you, are, are you reneging on your... No, no, no. Different show. So, I was a, I'm was a huge fan of The Dark Crystal because I'm, like, a little, like, sci-fi, like, little, yeah. little like, dark little brown boy. Um, love The Dark Crystal. They just put out The Dark Crystal um, Age of Resistance. Um, the entire series, I swallowed it up. Delicious, amazing. I felt 
I was really worried it was going to be like far more for children um, than it was. Like there, it, it was far. I mean, they're puppets, <laughs> so I like puppets visually, at least. But it, uh, the storyline was good. I think it actually, it actually covers many of the things we just talked about in terms of folks mm. selling out, co-signing the supremacy through fighting against it. We learn a lot of backstory and history. Um, it's also very anti-capitalist and anti-materialist, which I also kind of love. But I also recognize I'm a bit of a skexy. You're a bit of what? A skexy. It's like this, uh, the alien people who... Uh, watch the show. Essentially, <laughs> they're just like to put... Adorn themselves, take all the resources... They are obsessed with their longevity and living. And so they will do anything, especially at the demise of every other creature on the earth, to live and to be and to look good and to laugh. And, and it's, it's just, I think our friendship is over. I know. I mean, I'm a little sketchy, but in my heart, I feel like I'm a mystic. So if you know, if you know, if you know the original film, from the 1990s. <laughs> so I'm old. Um, then, um, then you know. Then you know. Um, I So this is why I think I'm a sexy. Because they like vocabulary and vernacular. Like, they're so extra. They're extra, like, adornments and, like, Yeah, you're flash. very extra, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at my, at my heart and at my core... I know. Just like, a, like I'm a kind of a good person. Um... And have like four arms, like a mystic. Just kidding, I don't have four arms. No, but I, I loved it. The soundtrack was great. I'm so glad it came back. Jim Henson's uh, daughter was the producer of the entire oh, thing. Wow. Um, it actually was Jim Henson's favorite project. Really? And I, I'm a bit of a Henson fan. Yeah, no, yeah, I feel that. Love the Muppets. People told me I look like Kermit my entire life. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. I'm just seeing it and now it cannot be undone. <laughs> Whoa! I got a big mouth. Um. <laughs> I literally see Kermit right now when I'm looking at you. How? Oh my god. Have I never. <laughs> and you have green hair right now too. So it's oh my like... god, it is green. <laughs> and I also kind of have like a lesbian 90s haircut right now, which I'm so into. I'm feeling very La Tigra <laughs> in this hair moment. Um. All that aside, it was very well done. I was prepared for disappointment and was fully, um, fully like celebrated it actually. And, I, and that's why I'm endorsing it now. What is that? A couple months ago, I said I was reading? Uh, reading Pleasure Activism by Adrian Marie Brown. Uh, I started it. I bought it. I haven't read it yet. No, I, I bought that place I did the first time. I started it. Nothing new information, but really looking at the importance of liberate of liberated sexual dynamics mm. and the role they have played in my life, um, and how challenging that is when not everybody's on the same page, like your sexual partners. But also looking at some of, some of the ways in which I have to go, mm. some more of the room I have to, some room I have to work on and grow, and um, you know, there's just Jimmy Brown will take it there. It's a, yeah, it's, it's been good, but it's been really good for me. I mean, I've been liking it a lot, um, mm-hmm. and just 
pleasure activism and really like, and this goes beyond sex, right? To oh, all, all the ways in which it goes to pleasure, but really like prioritizing, I think what's up with me, like how much do I prioritize my pleasure and joy? Because you know that's about like well-being and health. How much do I prioritize that at the same rate that I do in terms of all the stuff that I have to do? Like how much you have to work to make a living, to pay your bills. And it's really like I need to prioritize my well-beingness at the same rate in which I prioritize just the didactic things we have to do. Money is money, but like your pleasure, darling. Yeah, and so that's why I realized too, the two, like I don't the 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 have to do things and that's in both the capitalist shit that we have to participate in Ugh. is higher than that. And so I really want to bring them to an my pleasure pieces around it needs to go up and so like, aha, that's why this book is called pleasure activism. How do we prioritize ourselves? At the same way that we prioritize what we have to do to get our needs met outside of pleasure. And so, I'm my loving My heart! My uh, heart! Yeah. That's why I got a goddamn book club. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a, it's a book, yeah. So, if you're reading the book, we love to hear from you. Um, DM us directly, post twink um, on Instagram or. You can join the book club. I mean, it would be if dope. You're in Denver, we can even do a little international. It actually would be dope. Skype, but moment. I'm actually curious about if anybody's reading the book, like kind of what questions people have, or what are they discussing in their book club? Because I've just been going for like what stands out. But I'm curious if anybody has like a really cool format hmm. or something that they do. But no, but it's been like really uh, some breakthrough moments. So shout outs to that one. That's what I'm reading. I'm going to read it soon. I bought it. Paid you all the monies. Right. I will read it soon. What are you loving? I don't know. Um, what? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like the bitter one. I don't know. Ah. Um, I have a lot of fucking plants. And they are lush. These girls are flourishing. They are beautiful. They are amazing. I like came in here and I was like, this is where I want to be. You haven't seen my bedroom yet. There's a very large... What? Go look. I'm going to take a quick peek. There's a very large plant in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As you hear most screaming. A dino, like, little, like, giant leaf. So, I, um, I'm so jealous. Because of my life. My anus is quivering. <laughs> I have a lot of plants. Um, and so, I don't know, maybe I'm loving the plants. Um... It's turning false. Everything from outside has to come inside. And I'm a little scared of that because that's like another 20 plants. She's looking like a Mexican grandmother up in here. I already do. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I think I'm loving just this, uh, the softness that it's bringing to my life. Because yeah. you got to water people. You have to like oh, make sure they're not overwatered. And, well, everybody's different. Oh, true. Like some things, you know, like. Don't need to be watered, but once a month, some things need to be watered twice a week. It just depends. So it's a it's a it's a, it's a process, and so. But Monday mornings have been my plant day. Mm-hmm. So I don't go into work until like midday yes. on Mondays, and um, so I just get up at like seven thirty eight, and I just caretake of your babies. Yeah, that's what I do. I sh- like yeah, I shave my head, I do the plants, I catch up on emails. And so, I don't know, I think I'm loving that routine and loving the, I think how having an absurd and inappropriate amount of plants. This is regular. This is regular. Mm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want it to be regular for me. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really bringing about a sense of, a good sense of like, um, 
like regularity mm. and routine, a new level of it that I'm liking. So mm. that's, I think that's what I'm loving. Like my life with my, my life with plants, I'm liking. You know, I'm gonna co-sign that. So um, I've been moving, and this is why I've been on sabbatical and things. Um, so I'm now a homeowner, but I had to um, give my plants to all of my friends temporarily. They were. <laughs> I thought someone would make them way over here, so I was like, I was kind of scheming on like where I could put plants. But I, but I think that like after your you your distribution was so good that I had nothing that came over here. But I was technically like, well, I got you here and stuff. Yeah, I was like, hey, where can this go? Um, well, and I also feel like <laughs> to the friends who took them, I challenged you a little bit because they were all like plants scared, and I was like, so I'm giving this to you. Mm-hmm. If it dies, it dies. Um. And just accept that and move on. Like, it's not a disappointment to me. It's not like, we, we are in transition. And so... We would have taken them in at the shop. We we kind of like have like a little... That happens sometimes. We would have taken them in, for the record. It was like a whole month of like transition of yeah. like, oh, where did I put all these? And it was, it was difficult because I was like, oh, you get all the hanging plants. You get the big ones. You get like these little ones that like are doable. I'm going to keep these ones because I really care about them. Um, yeah. And I, so we moved into our new place. I'm a homeowner now, or a condo owner. Um, and I didn't have plants. There was nothing. There was desolate. It felt like a desert, but without anything cute. Um, and it, it, was, it was like, struck, I struggled for like the yeah, first couple I was, days. I was, I was like, oh, like, there's nothing here. There's no life here. It's just laminate fake wood floors and a very nice refrigerator that I've... Fake wood floors? Well, it's like a laminate, but it's like, it looks like wood. Um, fake wood. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I really had this moment where I was like... bothers me with that building because it's... Uh, because it's it's not a new building, so I assume it would be... It's old as hell. Yeah. Um, actually, one of the first high-rises in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, they um, refurbished yeah. the moment. And um, I think everything is actually made of cement below. Like, okay. when we try to pull it up, it'd just be cement. Yeah. And they were going to invest in an actual wood floor, which is fine. But I... There were, like, four... About, about a week, actually, that I had no plants... Oh, wow. In my house. And I was, and I realized that it made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. It made me, like, uneasy. And so it's about the routine. That's why we all have plants, though, because they do help us. You know, like, you know, it's, it's like that biophilic lifestyle. People needing to create, to interact with nature. Even in controlled ways like, you know, houseplants. But it's that biophilic need for us to, like, need to be a part of you know, return to the, or have ways that we interact with the larger ecosystem that we are a part of yes. in very, like, tactile ways. So, yeah, no, like, the, the, I think it's a biophilic lifestyle, whatever, it, it's, it's an, it's an, it's a real need. Absolutely. Like, I would walk into my home and I felt like, I was like, everything here is dead. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing is living here. And, and it really bugged me. And so I, I, I brought a few, I just have to make a cue. I need to pick up the rest because moving and mm-hmm. living is complicated. But since I put the fuel back in my house, I'm like, thank God, I can breathe. So yes, mm-hmm. love it, girl, love it. Yeah, it helps me. So 
Yeah. If you need to get some more routinely, I just get a shit ton of plants. <laughs> get 72 and it, it'll help. <laughs> it'll help. <laughs> Does that orchids are so complicated? I don't mind an orchid person. Uh, me either. I killed them. I have one in there and I'm dying to give it to, give it to somebody. Uh, my friend gifted or gave me one when he was moving and I was like, can you give this to someone else? Mm. <laughs> and he said no. <laughs> I, I just don't get off on them, so. No, I just kill them. Like murderously. Um... But what am I loving? So I am loving home ownership. Um, yeah. It's like a trepidatious thing, but you know, like, uh, I'm coming up in the world. I've never seen my father more proud of me um, for owning a home. And, which is funny to me, because I'm like, all these accolades, and this is the one you're broadcasting at the barbecue? <laughs> Cute and thank you, but it's not that deep. <laughs> Um, so, but it is, it is a thing, but it's also like investing in like material capitalist, like systems and whatever. But um, it gives you off of the renter market though. <sighs> that has to be liberating. It is a bit, but I still have to pay a mortgage, which. Yeah, but you're paying your mortgage, not somebody else's. That's true. When I will say my previous landlord was a shit. They did Oof, they took yeah, our money, did. girl. They did. They did. Yeah, they fucked you. Yeah, every little nickel and dime. Like, we need this, we need this. And they completely renovated it. I will say it has been complicated in this building because it is an older building. And um, the people who have lived there have lived for a long time. Mm. Oh. And the racism is real. A lot of white people? Absolutely. My neighbor thought I was a mover. <laughs> it was like... I was so taken aback, because, you know, I'm like, light skin and shit. I was like, no, oh, hey, 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 hey. no I'm a resident. Will you finally understand that you're not white passing? <gasps> no, no, it's, I mean, it's clear. It's been clear to me our whole friendship. I don't know why you've been thinking that. No, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I know I'm like brown, but like, I like a light brown. Um, That's clueless white that. people assume that I'm white. Uh, clueless. But I, um, so just dealing with some of those things around like, oh, I'm in this like fancy building and people making sure that I have keys to get into doors, that I'm not like a person who just happened to get in the garage, but it's a garage door opener. So it's going to be funny when I come over there because I didn't come to the last thing. Um, it'll be funny for me. It's going to be great. We're providing them. We're, I, and I, I just need to like take it back. Like I was just... Um, uh, I, yeah, no, yeah, I was taken aback by like, wow, right, this is a thing. Um, even as an owner, even as like a person, like, I cannot, regardless of how much money you have, accolade, success you have, racism still exists. And... Well, I'm glad you joined the rest of us. <laughs> no, I mean, I had been knowing, but... Reminded, reinforced. Yeah. It'll be so, funny for me, like a tall black dude with the nose ring and I the tattoos, and you said, yeah, you're going to be meeting me in, in the elevator. I mean, like, in the lobby. Oh, so, well, actually, we have this stupid, like, Batman cave key. Anyways, yes. You're meeting me in the lobby, because I'm oh, not yeah. walking the hallway. I will escort you up, absolutely. Well, I'll find an old white person out here. Oh, no, yeah. I just, and, yeah, it's just, it's been this interesting, like, racial dynamic in my relationship, and in elevators, and in hallways, and in conversations. A whole new world. Like, do really people, having, like, do literally... People, do people think your partner's white? 
I'm like, yes. do, they, do, they, do they think he's fully white or? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, but it's really about like, why are you here? Literally, my neighbor asked. So, what do you do? What did like first question out of the gate after she thought it was a mover? Um, which I did hire my brother's moving company. Yes, they were great. Um, so the, you also look like the movers too no it was Mitchell who does not look like me at all true okay um, he's even whiter than I yeah you, you, Mitchell looks yeah um, but um, she invited me to her house and then just did all the wrong things <laughs> asked all the wrong questions but she's my neighbor and bless her heart did she ask if you have papers no. Okay. Thankfully. Um, and I will say, actually, at my last uh, building, someone did ask me if I was undocumented. And I literally turned around, I was like, you don't ask people that question. Because they know you. And it comes up, like, what? You should be like, no, are you? <clears throat> Andra. Anyhow. Oh, I'm good. Somebody was talking about, somebody, I, I did that once, somebody, and I was like, I was like, mm, you have a very Irish face. Are you undocumented? I thought somebody once. Oh I want to be the... Turn the mirror around, man. Turn the mirror around. You have to. You have to. I, it's... it's yeah. She was also... Yeah. Anyways. Yes. She was like a Latinx girl. Like, oh, hey, yeah, we're bonding. And I was like, girl, you should know. Maybe. <laughs> we're not bonding. So, um, I'm loving... Owning a place, or I'm loving the... Say it, you gotta own, you say it. You love your own place. I, I'm loving the pride my family feels for me owning a place. Mm. Because for all the accomplishments I have made, all the things I have done, this is the one <laughs> that has put them over the moon. Which is like really gross and like super capitalist, like property owning. Oh, whatever. you love being the apple of their eye. Shut up. But this is the first, and uh, not the first time, but like the most broadcasted. Ah. Uh. And that feels good. But I also realize I have a lot of opinions on furniture. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions on yeah. aesthetics and what my house will look like. You shouldn't make me be your plant shopper person. Done. We can no, we can do it. Okay, well, we have to like bring all the ones that I've fostered out yeah. back into my home. So I have a couple of sessions right now. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So Marie's supposed to making you come. Um, <laughs> you know we're gonna go for what I'm talking about here. Um, I I don't listen. Listen, Linda. Listen, 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 Linda. We're all here. Um, Linda Belcher. I um. I think I'm attracted to my friend. Oh, friend fucking. Get over it. It's easy. It's I've easy. never done it before. Mm-hmm. Why are you scared? Um, Why are you scared, girl? It's just new. I'm actually hoping he listens to this. We'll see. I'm actually... Listen in. I don't even know if he, if he, he listens to this podcast. Probably not. <laughs> um, maybe I'll, make maybe a I'll send it to him. <laughs> This one, listen to this one. <laughs> um, and then we go back. And we all go. <laughs> no, um, well, just because in terms of like how I normally engage, I was going to say engage the public sexually. <laughs> Look at you, PR. <laughs> how I normally engage the public sexually. <laughs> um, you know, it's a different category for me in terms of. Practice, identity, things like that. Okay. 
It is a, it's a, so I crossed this barrier. Should we just say this? About two years ago. Two years ago, I crossed the barrier of like, I want to fuck my friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a, it's a, I know. It, but it's weird though, because like, it was something I just kind of kept inside for a long time. Oh. I've never, I've literally, I've never, I've had. <laughs> Relations. <laughs> no, I'm going to say that. <laughs> I am in community with people who are in a very liberated relationship with, with each other and so that like sex between friends whether one time or like ongoing is not like an issue or a deal breaker or a friendship ruler in the way that it is in like conservative popular society right As- I but I've just never been somebody who's 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 been a part of that those dynamics I've never fucked my friends right at all and so I never really like wanted to like yeah you have friends that like you are attractive or you flirt with or whatever it is but I've never actually done it before right like close friends but not like folks have been mentored by all of the lesbians and queer women but they're this, the best at this this is the first time I've ever, I've ever actually been consistently attracted to a friend and it's weird because right now I don't trust myself around them because I don't want to like do anything I don't want to be inappropriate <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, and like, that's very I should respectful not of you. be in this room. I should not be in a room with this boy alone. Hmm. I mean, it's, that sounds terrible. No, but, I mean you're allowed to be in a room alone with him. I mean, but no, no, no. I mean, yeah, we do because we're friends. And so much you end up like so, so much you just like want to hang out and talk, you know, whatever it is. But like, I really like want to do all the dirty things. Yes, and so I'm always trying to make sure that there's other people around because I don't want to like. But you also have to trust your friend to tell you yes or no. Like, there is... But here's the thing. I only want to do it if my friend says yes. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I don't... Because what if you do something wrong, do something inappropriate, and they're like, no, and then I'm like the asshole creepy friend, right? And so... But the convenience of it. So when you're out... The convenience? Head, the convenience of having a friend that you get rejected by... There is a convenience because when I'm out in the field, I don't know that my pride takes rejection from the friend. community. I've been rejected time and time again, and it's easy for me. But rejection from a friend is harder. But we at least have background. They they know me as a being, my brilliance, my mind. I don't want to be seen as a creepy friend. You're not. You've been you played it so kind so far. A creepy friend, and I have a few. That well, I, let me pitch to you. The other night. Some time ago, okay, <laughs> I told my own to you the other night. We were hanging out, and I said, "Why is it? I don't know if I said like, why do you think we have sexual tension, or like, I don't know why, mm. but there's we have I have sexual tension with you." I love that they're asking each other these questions. And funny. my friend said, "Yeah, I know, I feel it too." Mm. So I don't know if is that bad? Did that, did that make me a creep? Number one, was my f- super communicative. Number two, that's who I am. You both were asking the question in your mind, so you, have, you should have no guilt about that. Are you a friend of mine that I have to warn people about? No. You paused. Absolutely not. Oh. There are there. Are, I have as, associates associations with people that I literally am like. So if you're willing to bottom these. Boys will catch you up. So just be ready. Like, don't be... Or, you know, choose your own adventure. I don't care what you do. And there have been several friends... Do like, I know them? Uh, maybe. No, you haven't met them. 
But I have any horses? No, because it's terrible. Um, oh. But I've never had to warn someone about you. Because I'm not a creep, bro. Exactly. Can you say that again? I'm not a creep, bro. Ah, you're not a creep. <laughs> I don't want to be seen as a creep because it's taking me by surprise and a little bit of shock. I only have beautiful, attractive and, friends, and it's been going for a very for not well, not like a long. I mean, but well, it's been it's been going for a minute, and so because first you're like, I think at a certain level of like kind of like sexual energy that I have with friends or friends whatever, and sometimes it's just like. Yeah, I have friends that I've been, I will always flirt with, but it's like we understand that we just flirt as a part of our friendship. That's cute little, like, oh, hand touch, hand hold. <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Like, yeah. you know. Which is complicated, I think, in the. And, like, so I'm used to that, whatever. Because, because, because like, not everybody that, like, you have sexual energy with, like, like you need to fuck. You know what I mean? No, it's And so that's like, there'll be a lot of people I have sexual energy with, and we're just friends, and it's just like, we recognize that, but it's like, when we, for whatever, we, we just, it's just part of that thing, we know it's, it's just, we leave it there. But yeah. this friend, I. Want to take it elsewhere. Yeah! <laughs> and I feel bad, though. Why? Why do you feel guilt about being attracted to a human being? Someone who already know is amazing, brilliant, and gorgeous. I mean, we don't friend easily. (laughs) Because every time I hug him, I just want to, like, go a lot further. And give it a whirl. If they say no, they say no. And if they do, just like, girl, well, we're still friends here at the end of the day. Maybe I have to trust that. I don't know that I trust that. Because I always feel like if you do something creepy like that, that that's something that could ruin a friendship. And I really like this person as a human being. Like, just as a, like, you're a great person. I like being in community with you. Yeah. And so I don't want to do anything to, like, compromise that. But your friendship is stronger than that. Is it? I mean, so Reed and I met in college. And I, yep, Reed, I'm, I'm exposing us. Well, actually, we met in high school. And I chased him for years. You chased Reed? Decades. Thirst was real. I like saw his coming out, la la la. And I was like, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. But at the end of the day, bitch, we're still friends. Regardless of the many times he rejected me, we are still <laughs> friends. Because we know that we are good people at our core and like trust each other and love each other as human beings, not just as wholes. Is it bad? Okay, I get you there. Does it make me a bad person that I want to, like, bang the shit out of my friend? Absolutely not. Well, and so I had to come around to this, right? Because I was like, oh, because I'm very used to compartmentalizing my sex and my friend life. This is how I roll. <laughs> this is how I roll, Sean. Like, Which it feels like a very, like, game and dynamic. This is why I'm reading pleasure activism. I'm trying to work on, on... I'm trying to get to the root of some of these... You gotta be with these agreements that I'm participating in that aren't even healthy, right? Like I feel culturally, as a gay man, I meet another gay man and I'm like, so do you wanna fuck me or do you want to hate me? Or like just be my friend. It's like three one <laughs> three simple categories. And it's like, well, all the categories can mesh. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How what what about you and I? Because we met and we didn't fight, we didn't fuck at all. Oh no no no. We just became friends. There's also like a sister category. <laughs> and there are a few folks that are. But like, you also molested me as a sister. Yeah, probably. And Colfax knows best. But. I'll be up for it again. 
No, yeah. Absolutely not again. So clearly I'm free. We can do it again. Yeah, done. Okay. Co-signed. Um, but it's like... Why is it easier with you to... Okay, good. Okay. Well, look at how much more history we have. Okay. Like, look at, like... Supposedly you trust me. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to you. Let's stay there. Comfortable. I'm used. Comfortable with our friendly relations. You know me. Yeah. At the end of the day. I don't know that I trust you, but like I know you. But you know that even if things were to go that way, we'd still be friends at the end of the day. Yeah. Unless you do something egregious. No, yeah. No, no. We no, we def- I try to trust in our friendship, but I also know that, like, we would be the... the, the if we ever went to war, it'd be the worst thing ever. Yeah. I never want to be your enemy. I don't want to be your enemy, but I'm also prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unprepared because I'm just like... A, I'm just like curled into a ball and cry a lot. Um, I, I know because we're friends, you would fight dirty. No. And I would expect you to fight me... And, I, and I, I would expect a good fight out of you. I mean, I was getting a good fight. That's why I'm ready for you. Um, okay. Let's keep going. But, no, it is complicated. It is weird. I think I, I've had to liberate myself, honestly, um, like two years ago being like, oh, wait, I can have sex with my friends. And actually, we can just still be friends. Right. We don't have to, like... I've had sex with people off standing. jump and then we became friendly after that. That is generally, I think, the, the queer way. gay man dynamic. Exactly, but I've never had a friend that... But you know who I we need to learn from? Lesbians. The queer ladies, yes! Because they, they marry each other. But then when they break up... Still friends, True. still fucking. They're like so much better at fucking. this than us. Oh, they're just friends. Well, sometimes. Okay. They're, it's they're evolved. Our little uh, fucking patriarchy has. This is what patriarchy has provided for us. Mm. Is that we are enabled to think about a relationship outside of sexual terms, outside of friendship terms. Like, nope, you fit it's in this either silo. one or the other. Very bifurcated. There, yes, it's compartmentalized in this way. That's actually really disgusting. So, like, what do I do with my friend? Do I be like, hey, friend? You ask. What? I mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's not sexy. But, hi, friend. Let me put it in. Can I put it in? Is that what? That's weird. <laughs> I mean, or wait, is it not? I mean, I don't know. I'm. Ooh. It's not. No, weird. no, I've never had anybody. <laughs> They're your I've friend. never had anybody ask. I've just normally they know who you are. It's normally make you been like clear that that wanted to happen, and so it was just like, yeah, I'm with it. But I've never had anybody ask. All this, like, despise body language, etc. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm used to. I'm used to, like... Oh, my God, this is, like, the... I'm used to, like, like non-verbal communication and consent signals. Which is, like... And asking signals. Not the goal. Wow, that's fucked up. I... Whoa. I know, I know, I feel like really bad, I feel like really bad about it. I'm trying to learn this hand because I'm thinking about all my previous... Sexcapades, I'm not even using, using my words. Oh wow! Because we live in secret. We live. I say that tone. I'm a bad. Well, I mean, my thing is I'm a bad bitch, so like I can put it in the air, and I know you're gonna read it. 
I mean, my flirt game is brilliant. But I re- I mean, that's the truth. Hello. But I just realized that I'm afraid to use my words to. Oh my god! It's hard. It's hard. Oh shit! It's and it. And how am I? How am I an adult? <laughs> oh, you know, almost <laughs> aging later. But like, I don't think who else is talking about this. But to be honest, but there are times that I hooked up with my friend and was like, wait. I want to be with my friend. Do I love them? Do I want to be in a relationship with my friend? Like, oh my God, they're amazing. And I had to like check myself around that to be like, no, we just had a good time. Everything was consensual. It was good. It, but it was unearthing. So sh- should I say to my friend, like, hey, friend, can we have, or- can we, can we, can we roll sex? Yeah. Yeah. It's as easy as that, but not as easy to say. I should just like text them that. Yeah. Well, and I know this person is very like clear, direct, and honest about these things. But that's what we should be because honestly, that is where queer women are. And even though we make compost, yeah, recycle, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm drink trying to, tea, and do all the lesbian why things. Why are you calling me out? You are really. We do all the lesbian things. This is the one thing that we need from them. We need to learn from them. Grow. Should I like set it up? Should I like make us like? Oh, like, don't make a schedule about it. Oh no. No, I love scheduling. Seeds. I know. They're <laughs> big on logistics. Um, but I really, I feel like it's so proper. But you also have to be prepared for rejection, and it may just be rejection for the evening, and then the other evening they may not be so rejecting. But there's, but your friend at the end of the day, you actually have a deeper connection. I'm so used to like this ruining a friendship or just having this programming that this can ruin a friendship to where it's so hard for me to see that like a friendship can can be stronger than it is me wanting to lick my friend. I know that sounds so terrible, but I'm so, it's a... But it, I'm like <laughs> blowing my mind right now. Where we get to be friends after I lick your butthole and then you like tell me. No, 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 that no, 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 no. That's not the problem. That that, no. I feel, that I feel facing that like that's not an issue. I just fear that like me saying it is going to ruin the friendship. Why? Because clearly both of you are thinking it. Are, are we both? I mean, there's only one way to find out. Oh shit. <laughs> Do you think the other person is thinking it too? Yeah, most likely. Most likely. I mean, I only have attractive people that I return to as friends. <laughs> so I don't know how other people friend. Are you attracted to me? Yes. Really? Yes. Ask all facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I don't have ugly friends. <laughs> but it is more than that. It's actually like emotional being. Like the. I... So the next time we're, we're together. We're weird together. Shut up. You're getting weird. And like the energy, you know, sprouts. I should just be like, hey, friend. Yeah. Put it in. <laughs> you're, the, you're the terrible. Vile. I've always been the vilest of this podcast. So what makes me come right now is the fact that I want to. Come in your friend. 
<laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to take your moment. <laughs> I just felt his <laughs> Your tongue was about... You were trepidatious about that shit. Oh. It's... Do it. Get into it. Oh my god. Should I sit my friend the podcast? When it, when it, when it, after it airs on Radio Corax, and when it hits the podcast account... Should I send this to them or should I just like? I can send a link. I feel like it's. I feel like, I feel do you like, want to be more subtle about it or do you want to direct? I like a direct communication. Oh, wait. <laughs> but. So I should just wait till we hang out and when it should the energy pop up again, be like, put it on the table, like, yo, friend, yeah. listen. Also, you know your friend is very good at communicating things. Yes, I'm or afraid no? of them communicating. Are you afraid of rejection? Yeah. I, I I don't care about I'm not afraid of rejection of, 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 of the sexual thing. It's like, yeah, sex. Yeah. I mean, like you know, whatever. But it's like the, I don't I don't I don't want the friendship to end. There are definitely friends that I'm trying to pick up with. They're like, uh, this is not our friendship. This is not our relations. We are just friends. Like I ain't trying to fuck you. You're just like fun. Well, you know what? No, because like when you and I had our escapades, brief moment in time that was literally about three seconds. Wow. Well, oh, rude. 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 <laughs> no, I mean... No, I, no, I mean... It was like a good four minutes. <laughs> I mean, it was a good four minutes. No, I mean, no. Let's... True. This actually sounds... And there was a third party. I think, it's, I think it sounds like we had penetrative sex and then somebody oh, yeah, came no, in four absolutely. minutes. Just, uh, just let's clear that up. Mouth's that, mouth hole. You're really, hole. you're really putting it all out there. Well, I wanted to clarify and stop. It wasn't the penetrative. The public will hear this. Yes. Now the public knows. Sometimes friends suck each other's dicks. Does your boyfriend know this happened? Uh, he was there that night. Yeah. Oh, okay. Enough. <laughs> Okay, well, no, I did go back and report. I was like, oh my god, this just happened. So he knows. It was like an achievement. Like, like oh, we've met, graduated to the next level. Wow, this is hard to do this show right now because <laughs> I'm learning a lot about. <laughs> I mean, we can critique society for days, but talking about ourselves is complicated. I'm trying to wrap the show up. It's really hard because you just drop some bombshells on me right here. Um, but my point of bringing up our business. I told you, I'm like liberated two years ago. Yeah, but we didn't put our. Okay, but I'm pointing me bringing up our business to the entire world. <laughs> um, was it we had like a boundary was it I don't know a boundary it was a we had a moment that like historically had not happened before right no, absolutely, yeah. and I didn't think I, 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 like, I didn't think any, I was like oh okay like it was I was like you just thought it was oh, okay no I'm <laughs> just kidding Sorry, that was terrible when in our threesome I looked <laughs> down and you <laughs> were blowing me I was like you literally looked at me and said you're sucking. <laughs> and I was like, yep, this is happening. End quote. <laughs> and it should be natural. It should be regular. It was fine. I mean, thank you. <laughs> I mean, it was good, but like. I mean, thank I know, but thank you. But like, I was like. No, no, but the, the point of me thinking is I didn't feel like, at first, I didn't like. Thank you poorly of you. No, I mean, no. you were like, wow, especially I'm a trash hole. Especially, no. I have done. 
Especially after that, I wasn't like, you're a terrible person. I mean, definitely, you I mean, you're a terrible person, but not for that. No, not at all. Not um, for that. No, no, no. Um, but I didn't, it didn't, like, define. Right, because you know me. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, sometimes you, like, have that happens with a friend. Yes. Okay, so. Free yourself. The crew is already done it. It's fine. It's fine. Get on the boat. I'm not exploiting this person. I'm not taking advantage of them. No, this is not plotted. This is not a, like, thing you've set up to, like, entrance a person. You well, Shawty, I'm entrancing in general just because. Hello. Who's that guy? But. That's when I would find it, like, So I'm too worried about, like... Yeah, you're thinking too much about this. Okay. Love your friends. I mean, you should love your friends, but... I do love my friends. Then some of your friends you love in a different way. Or just, like, touch them in a different way. Like, I don't... Well, technically, I already did. Anyways. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Wow, Reed's gonna have a super crazy editing job to do. Um, Or just raw, keep it unedited. He's probably going to crumb out everything, everything. That, that I talked about him about. Um, it's okay. I just read for like years and then we became like good of friends. But you know what? I'm actually not afraid of this going out to public. I think it's fine. I mean, I want us to be able... This conversation the point, needs to happen. The point of the podcast is to talk about these moments, right? Absolutely. It is to talk about like, what do we do in these situations? Like, how do we negotiate? How do we navigate? Like, even with people... Like us who pride ourselves on all this liberation I'm shit. I'm still awakening. Whatever. Like, what? there's, we're still human beings and we don't want to, like, hurt other people or be hurt in the process. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Right? Because, like, I don't want to, like, hurt my friend. Absolutely not. And I don't want to be hurt by my friend. Because I don't want to hurt... your friends so they're yeah, not going to because, hurt friends Because hurt I want to fuck my friend. I don't want to hurt them by putting that out there. I don't want to be hurt as a result of it. You know what I mean? But... Well, you should not be hurt by it. Yeah. You should not be hurt by a little... The Art of Rejection is a book that I probably will write very soon. Yeah. Because it's... It's regular, normal part of life. Because you know what the issue is? I want to be in control. I mean, we all love to have the power. I'm a condo owner now. I like power. I don't want to be rejected because I want to stay in power. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. You will not, I will not feel bad for this situation. Yeah. Ooh, damn. <laughs> I gotta find a therapist now. Sometimes you, sometimes you make mistakes. Yeah. I, I, I can, make a I, lot of I fun. think for me, I would just, I think I was just curious if it, if it was a mistake too. It wasn't a mistake like if that. you desired it, if you asked for it. There are friends that I have, this, the relationship has dissolved because it's like, oh yeah, I'm one of these. And... Into the ether. This is fine. Huh. They're lost. Wow, that was so mm-hmm. much to do. That's a whole other two-part podcast. Ha, um, ha, skates. Um, so we ran out of time to talk about what oh. makes you come. Oh. Quick, quick, what makes you come? I'm back on gay porn. I want to tell you that. That's it. I'm back on gay porn. I subscribed. I'm into it. Um, in particular, Lucas Entertainment's little orgy scenes. Subscription has been purchased. Also, I'm back on OnlyFans. Uh, oh my god, thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Post Tweet. <laughs> Please like, subscribe, and share. We are on all your favorite social media outlets uh, under the words Post Twink, P O S T 
T-W-I-N-K, and you can go to the main hub, which is our website, posttwink, P-O-S-T-T-W-I-N-K dot com. We want to thank Radio Corax, as always. Radio Corax! For being such a liberatory space and allowing conversations like this and in this format to happen and be thank just there with everyone else you. out there. Um, shout out to everybody. Um, I mean, and- most people don't want to listen to this girl. <laughs> and Reed, we love you. We hope you hope you're carving out some fun time uh, while you are in Get a little massage and and while you are away during some traveling. Um, yeah, and we will see you next time. And thank you all for helping me get through. What do I do when I want to bang my friend? <laughs> oh my god! Check it out.